Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode four of Until the Last Drop. My name is Marco Del Vecchio. Until the last drop, until the last drop of conversation, alcohol, doesn't matter. We're getting there. I'm going to ask the hard-hitting questions. We're at Barney's Beanery. Shout out AJ for letting us film here. Uh, shout out Monsters Rainstorm. It's the best pre-workout on the market. And a couple happy daddies. I don't have one. Oh, I do. Here comes the drop of the week before we get to our very funny guest, which I'm really excited for. I've been talking to this girl for a little bit. She's a pretty big Instagram celeb, and she's tough to get a hold of, right? So I invited her over one night. Uh, we went to Barney's Beanery, came back to my place, did a little shindig. Didn't fully close the deal, but we had some, we had some kissies. And then the next week, throughout the week, we had hour-long conversations about just like, life and like riffing she's absolutely hilarious pretty well-known figure in the insta celeb world and then this past saturday happened she came to barney's we had a great time and i invited her back to my place while we're just getting after it on the bed fully clothed uh she looks to her left and there is a corset on the leather chair and she grabs it Pulls it up and asks me, whose is this? Now, instead of saying the God's honest truth, which is my roommate came back from a vacation, found it in his bathroom, goes in my room, whose is this? I was like, I don't know, and throws it on my leather chair. Instead of saying the God's honest truth to this girl I really like, my drunk ass made the excuse that it was my outfit for Pride Month. She asked me, whose corset is that? And I'm like, Pride Month. It's my outfit. Oh, she was like, oh, yeah, put it on. So my drunk ass gets underneath of her, tries to put this corset on, and it belonged to a chonker, ladies and gentlemen, because it was not fitting me. And while I'm trying to put it on, she was like, uh-huh, and left my apartment. I proceeded to send her three apology videos drunken trying to explain the real story and then the next day i send her like all right now that i'm sober here's the real story which was the same shit i was trying to drunkenly explain the night before and i'll read you the text because i was really hurt i thought i had this one in the bag like she's pretty well known she goes hi thank you for this is the video i sent see all the videos i sent her this is the text I get back. Hi, thank you for the video. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to shoot you a text because I don't want to waste either of our time going back and forth about this. And I don't want you to feel like I ghosted you, LOL. I had fun hanging with you, but after last night, I'm just not interested. I understand why you lied and stuff, but it's a boundary for me that I'm not willing to compromise. Again, no hard feelings, and I appreciate your apology. And then I haven't stopped. I'm still trying. Uh, invite her to the comedy show tomorrow night. No response. It doesn't matter. You know why? Because I still have the course set and I'm going to try it on later again today for our guest today. I'm really excited about that. that was the drop of the week. This guy, I saw him at the laugh factory, uh, when I, a few months ago and he was just non-stop funny crowd work the whole shabam very relatable shit saw him again at an audition for hampton inn i don't think either of us booked it uh did you book it 
Hampton Inn? Did you book Hampton Inn? All right. We didn't book it, but guess what? We're still firing on all cylinders for my guest, very funny comedian, Vinny He's topped, he's topped up on the rain, uh, isn't yeah, he? I'm here for the wings. Here for the wings. I do smell some Thanks for buff. having me on, bud. Of course, my guy. I've had a rough week. My girlfriend, actually, she was at Barney's the other day and uh, ended up going home with this guy. <laughs> and <laughs> Was it the corset? <laughs> he had a corset. Dude, you wearing it? I'm wearing it right now. I'm That's how I get these too. abs, baby. That's okay. how I get these abs. Dude, look at this guy. He's so fit. What the fuck am I I'm doing I'm trying, here? dude. I wore a hoodie in the summer. That's how <laughs> fat I am. <laughs> Okay, so quick, quick, uh, quick intro for the audience. Vinny, where you from? What do you like to do? What's your favorite color? Intro. Uh, where am I from? Born in Ohio. Half of my life in Pittsburgh. Moved here uh, ten years ago. Love just fucking. I love staying at home now. Fuck. I love staying at home. Love drinking this rain uh, energy drink shit. The Kiwi Blend. It'll get you. Mm. It will get you. Um, I don't know. I like doing escape rooms. You like doing escape rooms. Escape rooms. So I feel escape rooms are forced. Like oh. no one voluntarily like, oh, let's go do an escape room. Dude. Tonight. Let's I've go been... get lost and figure out a puzzle. I've done 50. Oh, you but went here's... on an escape room tour. Dude, I, I, here, well, first of all, first of all, I have a group of friends that we all know how to play. We're good at it. Once you, once you, once you know how to do them and you're good at it, then you're like, fuck yeah. And we do like, we've done like a bunch and we, fin we bang them out. But now these, they're shooting, they're, they have like, Half a million dollar production escape rooms. I mean, you could go to Jumanji and you feel like you're there. You're like, holy fuck. Really? It's crazy. What's your favorite one they've done? Uh, we did this one called Zen on the west side where it's like the whole building is all painted white. And there's all these lights. So you feel like you're in like, I don't know, heaven or outer space or something. And you have to figure out all these weird things. Anyways, I'm a dork. You want me to leave? I'm out of here. <laughs> this guy comes think, on and talks about escape rooms. By the way, if you hear any, 20 minutes. If you hear any munching, there's two guys in the corner slapping down some wingers. Yeah. Two guys having a conversation. You guys, if you, if we're all really quiet, we might be able to have a better podcast just listening <laughs> just to listening these fucking assholes. Yeah. Just talk about I, I heard corset. I heard corset. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Vinny, so you grew up in Ohio, right? Uh, so, but your mom's from Jersey and you're full Italian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a little Croatian, a little Croatian. My dad's just my a dad, little taste, just a, hee, just a little bit of a sweet onion. Just, Oh, sweet onion, a chicken teriyaki onion. sauce, Cro a subway. Okay. Uh, on my dad's side, full blooded on my mom's. Yeah. yeah. You're full blooded Italian. I'm full blooded Italian, you know baby. Uh, Sicily. Ooh, so shit. it's, Ooh, it's oh, that's why I got that Forget olive it. complexion. <laughs> But yeah, so when did you come out here? 13 years ago? Yeah, was that correct? 10, ten years, almost ten 11. Year, 10, 11 years ago. You came out from Ohio. Did you go to school in Ohio? No, I was I was, I was born in Ohio, but moved to Pittsburgh when I was in high school. Yeah. Moved uh, from Pittsburgh 10 years ago. But yeah, I was doing comedy out there. How's the Pittsburgh comedy scene? It's good. It's good to start out. They have an improv. They have a funny bone. They uh, They shut down the funny bone. Oh, they shut so down just, the FB? Fuck, dude. It was starting to look like this place. Dude, I did comedy. What I did co when I first started comedy, I did an open mic at the Funny Bone of Pittsburgh. Yep. They had lawn chairs and I was like, no, seriously, they had plastic inside. Inside I was performing for people in plastic lawn chairs and I go, Yeah, this place is going out of business. <laughs> like my comedy career is gonna fizzle quick. So one club left. It was that the worst place? Uh you what what was the craziest place that you performed comedy? Oh man, fuck! First of all, uh, 
we, you know, I've done a ton. Ex-girlfriend's I've done, bedroom. I, I've done my ex-girlfriend's. Yeah, she's always laughing. I don't even tell jokes. I'm just naked. She's, she's uh, yeah, I did, I, did a, I did a show for all nuns. No, you did not. Craziest show I've ever done. 100 nuns. 100 nuns. Yep. Where? Okay, Where here's was the I show? Got, this was in Pennsylvania. I got conned into doing, uh, I got hired to do a college gig. And I thought the college was like, you know, for college kids. Then I found out it's for the staff for for like the holidays for Christmas. Then I found out the staff. I go, all right, cool. And I found out the staff is it's a Catholic school. It's all nuns. <laughs> and I'm early in my career, dude. I'm like three years in. What was the material like? Oh, it was a lot of priest stuff. I think I opened up with uh, uh, nun walks into a bar. <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Nun walks into a strip club. <laughs> no, I think I think. Uh, I talked about I had a brain tumor when I was a kid. That's what got me into comedy. That's a whole annoying story, but is that a true story? True story. But uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I made all these brain tumor jokes. So just, just, just to get them on my side to like me. Yeah, because nuns love fucking yeah, brain they tumor. Love brain tumor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna talk about pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe they would have. Yeah. So, so you, you did that show, and you were like, oh, I made it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. When did you like, know it was for you? When did you know that you had something there comedically inside? You're gonna appreciate this. You're gonna appreciate this. Hopefully, the Sebastian Mascalco. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I yes <laughs> was one of my favorite comics at at the time when I was first coming up. Uh, saw his Comedy Central special. I just loved it. Remember that bit where he's just like, you know, you what? Did, how do they show up and at Ross dressed for this? They just taking shit off their shelves. Like this is not my size. And then just dude, his it. physicality, yeah. dude, it's insane. He's, check him out. So, the improv. Yeah, everyone, calls. check out Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Go check out somebody famous. So, anyways, I uh, yeah, I, I got the call to open for him for the week. It was my first week. No fucking way. Getting to open for him. So I was, was this just, before? Why would you do that and stuff? This was right after his Comedy Central special, which was I can't remember which one that was. Well, but it was you, like he got pretty okay. big from it. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like he was huge. Yeah. Was, he was, this is, this is still like, he wasn't selling out theaters or anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was the club and I got to, they called me and said, you want to open for him? And I was, I was fucking so excited, dude. So excited. How'd you and do? Then I felt, well, <laughs> I, I, I used to, I tried this thing. I still have this joke with, with him too about this, but I tried this thing where I tried to record the thoughts in my head in a studio. And then when I got on stage, you would, I would do bits and then also, um, like you would hear them come out the speakers. So I, I opened the show with a monologue where I would stand there, wouldn't say anything. And you would just hear a monologue of random shit coming out of the speakers of me being like, fuck, like they're all looking at me weird. This is scary. I'm like, don't think about sex. You're doing comedy, sex, <laughs> sex, sex. Like it was stupid as fuck. But the thing was off the recorder, the sound, the DJ was off. Cause I also incorporated into bits. Cause I had a bit about like, you know, I'm broke and trying to go on these dates and, you know, no, I get upset hit. when you, I, I'm like, I went on a date, she ordered appetizer, and then you hear, and, it, and then the thing would be like, you got a fucking app. <laughs> I would have taken you here, you know, and then. I said no like, apps. I said no apps, but I wouldn't say that. I would just be like this, like, yeah, you know, yeah. but the timing was off. So I was bombing, dude. I was bombing so hard. My first day open for Sebastian. And then I was just, I was like, I, I, it was one of those things where you get booked for a full weekend. And I said, if I wasn't booked for a full weekend, I might have quit comedy. Yeah, I might have never came back. It was so bad. So they fix. The so 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 I so I talked to Sebastian about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm trying this thing. I think it's funny, but it's just not fucking. You know, it's not going." Right. He goes, "Just don't do it. He says, just don't fucking do it. Just, just do your set." And I was like, "All right." 
So then I, I next show, because you have to do like six in a weekend when you open, I just did my set. And I was like, and I was funny. And I was like, oh shit. Like, fuck, fuck yeah. It. And I, I stopped doing that. I still think it's creative and different, but you know. Dude, that's fucking, I would but also to rely on technology for like the butt of the jokes is tough. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. And it was kind of like Bo Burnham-esque. Yeah. But. So you do a lot of crowd work. Uh, that's More recently. What, yeah. So what what brings you into that? And how did like have you ever done a crowd work? What was your what was a crazy experience that you've done crowd work, and it, you were just a complete loss for words? Do you is there a, a memory? I haven't been doing it. So the thing is, I started doing it about like a year to two years ago because I'm not good at it. I was never good at crowd work. I was scared of it. I stopped doing it. I never tried. I tried a couple times and I stopped. I just completely never really worked on it. So I go, I gotta get work. I gotta get. I, I gotta try. Then you see all these people posting clips. Yeah. And you don't burn material, right? So you get to put it out there and look at Matt Rife just exploding from crowd work. Yeah. But I was I was doing it like even be right before he exploded. I was just trying to work on it because it's also a tool to have when you tour. It's easy to be able to bounce it. I used to be intimidated. Now I'm like, I think it's easier than stand up. Really, I think it's actually easier than actually making jokes and making them funny and polishing them. And I think it's way easier. Is it more creatively, uh, kind of like exciting? Would you say it's more fun? Yeah, Let's fuck around. It's yeah, it's definitely easier. Which it can't. You have be to tough. get a good audience. I think I, too. I think I talked to a guy. I was just you know whatever. Sometimes you'll talk to them and they'll say, they'll mention like yeah my wife just died and you're like all right. Uh, <laughs> Try to do comedy here, sir. Yeah, next one. <laughs> You're like, fuck. So you got to be ready for that kind of shit. Where's your favorite place to perform in the city? That's tough, man. Tough. I don't know. I like all the clubs. Laugh Factory, Comedy Store, Improv. I love all three of them for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, I like the bourbon rooms popped up. I like that. I used to like Supernova during the COVID. Did you see it? I've never heard of Supernova. All right, Supernova. So when COVID hit, um, we couldn't do comedy inside. So they set up <laughs> no jokes inside, fuck, no jokes inside. So we had this huge outdoor area in between two buildings that the Houston brothers built. Oh, and they, 86, those guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they built this huge stage in the round and I've never performed in the round. So it was kind of fun, at least for us physical comics. Yeah. It's like fun to be in the round, you know? So. Every night would be stacked, and I mean, I was on lineups, and they every comic was trying to work shit out. So you're you're talking, I'm talking every big name, Tiffany Haddish, Eliza, fucking Patton Oswalt. Every night, just fucking hitters, yeah, on a on a show, and everyone was there, like dying for entertainment. Three three hundred people, just it was so fun, man, because people were like, "Please, we need." Did you something. like the circle? I feel like. When you're in a circle atmosphere, you can just like do a lot of physical comedy, like you said. Yeah, you know. Tom Segura just uh, special just came out. I gotta watch it. Is it in the circle? Yeah, it's good. Oh, is it? Yeah, right, I like it. I'll check it out. Me leggy. Yeah, see, a lot of comics don't like it in the circle, but I think we would. I liked it. I actually, Dane told me he said uh, you played. Uh, he said Dane played, Cook. Yeah, you played four <laughs> sides. That's what I used to open for, but uh, you open for Dane fucking Cook too for years, yeah. Sebastian, Dane Cook, what the fuck? Where, where, <laughs> I mean, I mean, damn, bro, forever, dude. Yeah, I'm just doing it forever. I just thought you were hilarious at the Laugh Factory. I know this guy's a fucking opener for the stars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean, I probably open for, fuck, I mean, fifteen comics. I mean, big ones, but yeah. yeah. At some point, like right now, I'm like, I would really like to do your own, get thing. my own thing. Yeah, but yeah, man, he used to say you should you play a. Uh, you play it like 
four stages. So you put you go you go here like it's a theater here, theater here, theater there, theater there. That's how you play it. But I'd be like my ass would be like doing ballerina fucking <laughs> spinning around. <laughs> oh, I'm dizzy. Fuck. Two minutes in. <laughs> Shit in my pants. <laughs> two minutes in, that's my thing during sex. You know, I get dizzy two minutes in. <laughs> in that corset, dude. In that corset, man. <laughs> the corset stays on. You think that girl at home is watching this like, fat? <laughs> I honestly, the funniest thing is that I have no idea whose corset it was. And my dumb ass is like, let's put it on the leather couch. Right? Let, put an eyesight for anyone that walks in the room. Just perfectly fold it, too. So it could have been, it could have been your roommate's... My roommate is gay, so it could have been him, and he was. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe, well, not, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> or could have. I don't know. I don't know. But instead of saying that, I it's not even Pride Month anymore. <laughs> I was like, I kept the outfit for next year, <laughs> right? Perfectly folded there. Oh shit! And it sucks because I really like the girl too, but it doesn't matter, dude. It's stupid. It's all right. It's How long were you dating her? Uh, a week. <laughs> what? Fuck. I met her at Barney's a week before we talked every day and then uh, she came out He's to Barney's again. <laughs> I'm never financially going to recover from this. Uh, dude, you're fine. Look at you. You're funny. Good looking. Thanks, man. You're fucking a stud as well. Nah, I feel nah, like nah. I thought, first of all, I thought I was older than you. No. You look great. What? You look fucking No way. No. You I'm look, an old man compared to you. Dude, you don't do any, obviously you do like commercial acting and the modeling and I stuff. I don't do it too much, commercial acting. I, always, I was also, I was going out too late. You're hitting it at a good time. I was I just started hitting it the last so many like few years. And I I was I was just getting booked. I felt like I'm in this weird like you know, I'm not I'm not Mr. White guy, you know, like I'm not You do kind of look like why I'm afraid on planes for sure. What's that? You you get ethnically ambiguous. Like, I get ethnically ambiguous, but like it's if not you like, say a word on a plane that sounds like bomb, I'm going to be a little afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to just tighten the seatbelt a little well, bit. Well, fuck. No wonder I'm not getting booked. Yeah. Stop saying bomb in the so, audition. So <laughs> I'm like, am I bombing? What was the... So besides the whole uh, technical malfunction with the bombing in uh, Sebastian's uh, realm, what was the most recent bombing that you... Like, do you bomb often? Because I don't think so. I haven't bombed, like, where I can remember in a long time. I mean, uh, thankfully. I mean, I've been doing it 13 years. Like, you know what place is fucking point, tough is the lab. Lab is tough. Lab and I don't know why, because you're at the improv. Labs is tough. Labs tough. It's a weird room. They're gonna They're gonna change it. They're gonna take the bar out, and make it. Just oh, really? Room. But it is tough. Why do you think it's weird? <sighs> Man, fuck. I think that bar breaks it up. I think it's too. Um, it's like a judgy crowd every time. It's so weird. I don't know why. I I don't know why it's weird. But a lot of comics will tell you that they think that room's weird. I think it's just it's got that dry, like that very quiet. Yeah. Sound to it. So like you could drop a pin. Exactly. Once they clear out that bar, it'll be good. But what you got to do is a lot of people cater to their audiences. So if the audiences are smaller, like, like this, a lot of people play to them. They're just like, I fuck that dude. I go up in there and I'm just like, yeah, I'm present. I'm, I see you bring the energy. You have to do that no matter what. And it feels weird. If you do that, you can win them over. What's your whole process in writing jokes? Cause I've seen you a couple of times. And you bring up your girlfriend a lot. Yeah. Uh, I just steal the, them. I steal stuff. Chris I Rock. Like, all the Chris jokes. Chris Rock, Kevin Hart. I take all their jokes. Slightly um, reword it. No, I do honestly. I just silly with friends and then something's funny. And so anything you that's write funny, it down on your phone? I write it on my phone. Let's see. I wrote down something I thought was funny. Give us at, one. Give us at one. At lunch. No, I just, just a premise. I wrote down two day at lunch. That's a to do list. Uh, chicken parm. That's a recipe. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Nudes of myself. Delete those. <laughs> What did I write today? 
Oh fuck! Oh yeah, I, I, my phone was dead. My girlfriend. Oh, I said something to my. Uh, yeah, I said uh, my girlfriend's friends were like, "How long you guys been together or whatever? How's it going?" I said, "Yeah, like, I." Sp- <laughs> I said something where I said we spice things. I sp- wanted to spice things up in the bedroom, so I bought her a Nintendo Switch, <laughs> and all we do is play Mario Kart naked. I don't know, it's stupid. So I wrote that down. It's not gonna work. Or bring, um, a, or bring a bottle of paprika. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Just go. I'm gonna splice things up in the bedroom. So I got her a Nintendo Switch. Friend, uh, my oh, I her friend was like, "You have not changed since high since high school," and I was just like, "Yeah, change though, you know, like yeah. you should change since high school. Like if you're the same person, we'll get there anyways." You see, these are ideas. <laughs> this is this is why I'm gonna take all Kevin Hart's bits and just do them. I got one. I want right, to run what, by you. What else did I write down today? <laughs> oh, I wrote this down the other day. I'm an uncle, and I pretend like I'm pooping in front of my nieces and nephews. This one I wrote. This is a legit bit. You see right. this? This is an actual bit. Here I'm not go. gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. But I'll tell you what this one is. Everybody talks about how like you you take too long to order at restaurants. Like you, you know, how most people are like, why why are you taking so long? Like yeah. Sebastian has that bit. Like that's like, a dude. That's I love that joke. She, yeah, where she you asked like, Jose, the guy, the bus boy. Yeah, I think I'm the opposite though. On this, I'm the I'm the I take too long to order. But then people are like, "Why do you take so long to order?" I'm like, "Well, fucking first of all, don't be so hangry." You know what I'm saying? Like maybe like if you're a psycho before we go to dinner, maybe fucking eat, Jekyll. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> I, I I go. By the way, I'm 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 gonna spend fucking eight hours of work on one hour to meal. I'm taking a fucking look. I'm gonna read this thing like Braille until I find. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have an immature palate, and you already know I'm getting the chicken parm. No, I'm fucking taking a look. I know what I'm getting, but I'm a peruse. Cause I, I, yeah, it takes me for. I, this is a whole day of work. I'm fucking looking, dude. I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm taking. And then, then I got. I'm gonna take my time because you made me <laughs> fucking angry. Hurry up! I go what, fucking eat some chips. Some what chips. what fucking food menu is multiple pages? It's usually <laughs> just a front and back. Yeah, I was like, and I like people bitch about those monologues that like all the waiters will come in. Like, would you like to hear the specials? Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Not me. I'm like, I would love to. I feel I feel like a director. I'm like, please go on. <laughs> I, it's my only time. I feel like a director. I go, dude, can you do that one more time? A little more sad. Bring some energy. I feel like you're sad. You just, somebody just you died. Fell flat on the you risotto. <laughs> Make them do it three times. Oh, I want to hear about the steak one more time. Yeah, and anyways, I'll take the chicken parm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what you're getting. Still take the chicken parm. Well, uh, what's your go-to date spot? So you're currently dating. How long have you been in a relationship right now? Two years. Two years. Girlfriend's uh, awesome. I don't uh, think she's going to watch this, so she sucks. No, she sucks. No, she's, she's uh, great. What's, she's great. Um, what is, like, how'd you guys meet? I was doing the Laugh Factory, and she messaged me. No way. She slid in. Okay. Okay. That's what I will do. Uh, I started doing comedy like eight months ago and I'm nowhere near you or no, any no, no, comedian. No. But dude, when you tell people you do comedy and if they look you up and see photos or videos, they instantly think you're funnier in conversation, I really? feel, and they instantly like you more. I, I like girls love comedians. They do that. That, that they do. Well, everybody likes funny and I, people. I, I stalked your Instagram. Your girlfriend's very pretty. She's very pretty. Yeah, yeah. So she's great. for her to put herself out there, slide in your DMs. Yeah, yeah. Because would you ever slide in hers? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, comedy, dude. People love that. Hey, look, everybody likes the spotlight. You don't even have to be good looking. As long as you're funny and you're on a prestigious stage with, you know, you're gonna get hit up. I mean, yeah. And if you blow up, you know, when yeah. you're doing shows or whatever, and when you do a TV show, you know, your career will pick, you'll get messages all the time. 
you got to weed out the bad ones. Like you got to find who's worth, you know, you don't, you don't talk to everybody that messages you, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It's so, supply and demand. You got to luxurize the brand. So, so I, I, <laughs> supply and demand. You got the supply and demand. I don't have as many. She was the only one in my DMs. I was like, fuck yeah, be my girlfriend. <laughs> What'd you open up with? Hey. She yeah, she she called back one of my jokes. Oh, she made a joke to my joke. I don't even remember She's what the a joke listener. was. Yeah, she was like made a joke about my joke. I was like, "What's up, girl?" Yeah, for sure. So then, yeah, I took her to a like a Where'd friend's birthday, the friend's birthday party. Took her for some chicken parm. I took her to a friend's birthday. Here's the thing, though, she doesn't know comedy at all. So like my thing, I don't have a lot of cool things about me, like that I'm not like rich or famous or anything. But I feel like my my life is pretty cool in the comedy world. Yeah. I'll, the first time I took her on like a date, I normally don't bring them. You don't bring like girls around your family and friends right away. Absolutely not. You don't want to risk your the socialness because just like in your network, my social friends, like that group, like it's fun. Yeah. And so you don't want to like bring anyone just around that right away. Because yeah, you then, be careful. Exactly. Because you look like an asshole too if you're bringing different people. And then you feel weird if they're an asshole to your friends and family. Exactly. So but, so I brought her to my so family reunion. Family. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, dude. Brought her my grandpa's birthday party. <laughs> no, I brought her my friend's birthday, but it was like a big house party. It was like all comics, and it just—I was like, it was big enough to where like it would just be. So, yeah. I don't. There's gonna be a lot of people I don't know, so it's fine. There's a lot of comics there. She had no idea. She was talking to Jeff Ross and all these people. Didn't oh, know who shit. they were. She didn't know anything. And then eventually, we're dating down the line. I took her to a private Dave Chappelle show at Hotel Cafe with like a hundred people. She didn't know who he was. No we're way. We're standing next to stage. I'm like, stay, I'm like. That make Steve you wet? Chappelle. She's like, no. I was like, fucking mad. I'm like, are you serious? Dude? Yeah. What the fuck? She didn't know. And then we're standing, and this dude with glasses is sitting, in, sunglasses in front of us. And we're just like, this is dude sitting with sunglasses inside. It's like a little weird. And then Dave's like, Stevie Wonder, everybody. Stevie Wonder. And we're no like, no fucking oh, way. Shit. No way. It was Stevie Wonder sitting in front of us. She knew Stevie, but. Yeah. How do you get there? So weird. He, oh, how do you get there? <laughs> Uber, he drove, dude. He's not blind. He's lying. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> what do you think about the fucking Titanic subway shit, dude? That Titanic subway. never sank. Ah, <laughs> submarine. Titanic subway. <laughs> you know the new brand you know, of subway sandwiches. Titanic. Yeah. yeah. They, they just put your sub in a water, like yeah. fucking <laughs> waterlogged sub. <laughs> soggy bread. <laughs> soggy bread. The Titanic. Bold special. strategy, subway. Oh, dude. I mean, what's going on there? What do you think? When? When was the point that they knew? I know it's an overtalk topic, but when do you when was the point that they knew like mm, we're gonna die? Are they now having an orgy? Are they like accepting the fact and praying? Like, what do you on think? On the Titanic? No, you don't hear about the submarine. Oh, that, the submarine. Yeah, the one to go see the Titanic. Oh, the six people having an orgy on there, all dudes and his son. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully skip. Might as well try it. <laughs> oh my god. All right, not bringing you to my family reunion. <laughs> I mean, it does, I don't know, dude. It probably fucked. I don't think, apparently, it blew up pretty quickly. Yeah. So they probably didn't have time. They just, they, they probably said one button on the. They, they just saw a blowfish and then they just thought about fucking, it. They thought about that's it. That's it. They blew up, dude. That's sad, man. Are you afraid of the ocean? Yes. I am too, dude. I do not, I do I'm not so like what's, interested what's with under it, me. Scared. I'm open, terrified. I don't open. snorkel. I don't scuba dive. Like oh, I kind of want to do it though. I want to uh, do the shark cages. An, it's gonna be an enclosed thing. Yeah. I know I'm not getting bit by shit. Yeah. I just I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of treading water in the middle of the ocean at night. 
That's what would be the scariest thing. It's for a specific scenario, yeah. you have to. If you drop me off at fucking yeah middle of Pacific, Did you see that movie Open night. Water. Yeah, it'll fuck you up, bro. Oh, that's so back that, in the that day, shit dude. Was scary as fuck. It'll fuck oh, you that's up, a throwback, bro. bro. It's a throwback, dude. Oh, that, it scared dude, me. Fuck. Disturbia too. That's one of my favorite. Disturbia. One of my Shia faves. LaBeouf? Oh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> it's a fantastic flick. It's great, dude. Tasty great fucking actor. flick. Yeah, and I had a huge crush on the girlfriend or the neighbor that was oh, kind of yeah. hot. Yeah, I don't remember her, but she was pretty. Yeah, I hope you remember her. You could probably message her right now and get her. I don't know, man. This looks, man. Dude, I try, bro. I'm on the dating apps right now. I got out of a relationship in November. What are you on? Uh, you know the usuals. Uh, eHarmony. eHarmony. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tinder is just full of wildebeests. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so don't go there. Bumble is, nah. I go on Hinge and Raya. Hinge mainly because you can start a conversation. There's some prompts there. Hinge is cold. But quality. every girl will be taking a photo with their best friends. You don't know which one's who. I'm playing Where's Waldo. Yeah. Uh, and then Raya, everyone's hot. No one's making moves. It's like an yeah. LA nightclub. So, I don't know. And but I match with like some celebs and stuff, uh, which is cool. And sometimes I switch it. I switch it on the guy. I switch it on the men seeking men section, mm -hmm. just to match my favorite gay celebs, mm. just for shits and giggles. Fuck yeah, Matt Bomer hit me up. Oh, <laughs> I know we're getting a little tickly. So wait a second, did you go out on? Uh, I went date? on a date. The most famous person. She's never gonna see it. I don't fucking care. Uh, Paris Jackson. Paris Jackson. Michael's daughter. Yeah, I've met her before. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah. How'd you meet her, Raya? <laughs> no, no, no. I played, I played a mafia with her at a friend's house. It's the board game. game? No, it's a game. You know the game, mafia, where everyone sits in a circle and you fucking jerk each other off. You know, <laughs> you know that game where you, you suck know, each other's dicks. Family favorite. Just me. No, everyone sits in a circle. Some people are mafia and some are not, and you have to figure out. Who's I've heard lying. of the game. Yeah, oh, it's so fun. So you played with really? I've, I've been I we play I do all types of games. Dude. I like I'm a gaming boy, dude. I game. You play code names? I play code, code names. Code names is fantastic. Yeah, I play code names. I play Call of Duty. Call of Duty. You Fortniter? No? No, but I like the I like the social games. I like code names. Mexican Train, the Domino's game. Mexican Train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of jokes there. No, I mean yeah. <laughs> you make them, not me. I'm going <laughs> to Wait, so you're playing with Paris Jackson? Yeah. All right. Do you like? Do you drink? Do you like to drink? Sometimes. I, not, not not too much. But what's your vice? Can I get a vodka uh, soda, please? Vodka soda. Uh, Fuck. Do you? Uh, you what's your vice? It's do you like smoke weed? Do you like shrooms? Nah. Clearly, I, I do. I'm wearing a fucking shirt that says "Pick mushrooms, not flowers." I used to smoke a lot of weed for like two years, and stopped. I had a little medical issue. Is it the brain tumor? Brain tumor. Not the brain. Well, yeah, I had like seizure again. Oh, so shit. I had to stop, but uh, good, healthy, but uh, vice, man. Porn? <laughs> do you watch porn? I watch porn. Fuck, we all do. Bro, watch I'm uh, watching guilty it on my phone right now. <laughs> Once this podcast over, I want to finish. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your category, dude? I go on, I found a girl recently. I uh, like to watch porn in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Just start with the semen. Just, just like start the with the cum and go off. and go back to how they met. <laughs> Has anybody ever said that? Because I swear I would do a bit about that. You should. Porn you, in reverse. you should write that one down in your little journal. I like to watch it in reverse. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's so dumb. The storyline gets you, you know. <laughs> and then and then the knock on the door. You come <laughs> when the delivery guy just gets there. <laughs> That's when oh uh, my name is Brent. I got yeah. a package. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. I just jerk off at the pizza getting there. 
<laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking hilarious. That's that's a good bit. Uh, uh, I dude, I went through a pregnant phase one time. You were pregnant once? No, no, like pregnant porn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that was so nice. Uh, uh, no, it was one time it popped up, and I was like, oh, this could be interesting. It wasn't. Pregnant phase? It wasn't. Wow. Well, LJ's uh, nodding I... at me right now because his wife's currently pregnant. <laughs> Your wife's pregnant? Yeah. Oh, congrats, buddy. Yeah. Fuck, man. Third so try. No, so he's not watching pregnant porn. No, that was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, it, I did watch it once. Uh, but uh, weirdest place you jerked off. I got mine. I say it on stage all the time. It's my crowd work bit. Caraba's bathroom, 2016. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. I it know. was a solo stall, but no. I no. W- it was a handicap. I already know stall. about that store because I worked there. Oh. I had to clean it up. No, dude, it went in the Wouldn't toilet. Be... <laughs> I had one hand on the diaper changing station. What, why were you jerking off at Carabas? Because I was a horny young lad. Uh, no. You're just like you're just it was, having uh, what, it was veal like my, my, par- my oh yeah, I mean veal does get me a little roused up. <laughs> uh, no, my parents were visiting uh, back home when I went to prep school. I went to Tabor Academy in Massachusetts. Went to Carabas, one of our favorite spots. And I don't know. I was just like a horny young lad. I was like fucking, what, was it 17, 18? Which is a little <laughs> older than to be that fucking horny. Just uh, a young lad. Like and last I week, was like, uh, I cannot focus on my parents talking right now unless I go crank one out. <laughs> and I went to do it. <laughs> so I don't think they knew. But then <laughs> Is I, this a bit? I swear to God, you have this a is a bit about story. it. No, it is a bit about oh, it. Oh yeah, I haven't told it yet. But you, this is a true story. All right, because you also have to talk about how you got horny when you're at dinner with your parents. Because yeah, who's, who's getting horny when they're at dinner? The last thing I'm thinking about is mom, dad. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go whack it. Well, <laughs> you gotta understand, Carabas has an aroma in there that will just fucking knock oh, yeah. your socks off. That's true. Olive uh, oil, a little bit of. I'll, dude, when you get the balsamic. crush red, the crush balsamic. Fuck, now you're getting me hard. <laughs> I might worst place I've jerked off is right now. Also, my best friend shed when I was 13 years old. Uh, that was another one. It was to his mom. Oh my god, Lori Barento. Uh, where have I jerked off? Weird. Don't know. Don't know. In a car. Do you, so. You're two years in a relationship. Do you jerk <laughs> off still? Uh, sometimes not as much. Yeah, when I was in a relationship, uh, like I had to ask for sex, which you know, like within a year of dating, you shouldn't have to ask. It should just still be in like the honeymoon phase and whatnot. Yeah, and like then I'd feel bad for asking for it. Yeah, and then like half the time I was getting home drunk. I have in the to bars beg for and, it. Like, waking her up. <laughs> I have to. Cry. Oh, you have to beg yeah, for I it. I have to go. Please have sex with this old man. Come on! What are we packing? Call down me there? a different name. You're probably a, packing a fucking dude. I'm Lincoln a, log. I got a hard six. Hard six is a great number. I got a six. Six. Maybe like a six and a half. You ever jerked off in a sock? I'm a. Ooh yeah. 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 When Did I was a kid. Buy, yeah. What about a yeah. flashlight? No. I bought a Sasha Gray flashlight one time <laughs> when I was still living at home. <laughs> I don't know what, something about my parents get me all riled up, uh, and it was so messy after you used it. It was like I'd rather just use lotion in my hand. Yeah. And then my mom got mad at me for using the good towels. I just fuck a Crisco bucket. And get a to work. Crisco bucket? Yeah, pull that veggie oil out and just get to work. Right, Dad? Anyway. <laughs> Papa Bear knows what we're talking about. <laughs> he said he only, he says. When was the last time? Wait, 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 wait. Papa Bear, when was the last time you had sex? Hey. Oh. I had sex last night. 
Hey! Oh, God damn it! Rub it in. Like it. Rub it out. No pun intended. <laughs> Fuck. So you have a podcast as well. What's your podcast about? And I just want to learn from you because I've seen some clips. Fucking, you're an amazing host. Nah. Uh, do you want to get into like the more hosting on stage as yeah. well, or do you want to stick to just like the straight? All of it. All of it. Hosting. What's your acting. dream? What's your dream? Man, Adam Devine's career is ideal. You want to get us? You want to get well, a I show? I want Adam Devine's career. I want to have my own show where I could create it, develop it. Yeah. Uh, be able to tour. My dream is to tour arenas, like, you know, being able to sell them out, like Matt Rife's doing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my podcast do well. I mean, all my friends that have podcasts, they make more money on their podcast than stand up and acting combined. No way. The big ones. The big ones. Is it through view like Trevor Wallace, like that stiff socks guys, and shit? Uh, yeah, guys like that. Like you know, guys like all the big podcasters, like. Santino and Bobby Lee and Theo, they make more money on their podcast than literally stand up and 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 acting combined. So I'm just getting into it. So what is like the money coming from? Is it advertisements? Is it views because of the social media platform? Everything. You get subscriber. You can get subscribers on Patreon. You can get subscribers to pay five bucks a month, ten bucks a month, whatever for bonus footage for et cetera. Sell merch. Then you have brand deals, right? You have sponsors. Hey, you know, and you and you. You could you could have them pay to just be placed here, and then you could have them pay to do reads. They'll do reads, um, yeah. And then you get click views if they put it on. Like if it's on YouTube, you're getting paid for so every. So you're fully view. into this fucking. Like, it makes a lot of about... money. It takes a lot of work, but we live. <clears throat> first of all, you're talented. You're good look. Like you're funny and good looking. You have an edge on a lot of people. That's because people you. click immediately like you know and like dating you know they don't know when you're swiping left or right they don't know anything about you other yeah. than what's in front of me sadly that's what it is so it's very fickle and bullshit yeah. so people are swiping left and right on the better looking ones right so you have an advantage and then you're funny but then i also think you have to just have to keep doing it and then have an original thing and then also have interesting guests and have an interesting there's four million podcasts now wow so and only probably so many are making real money I, I, my podcast is called My Plus One. Me and my buddy Tony co-host it. Is Tony a comedian? Tony is an editor for Happy Madison. And oh, no way. he's going to start directing movies too. Let's go. Fuck yeah. yeah. And uh, he's great. And uh, yeah, we have, we have a celebrity guest, uh, a public figure, and then they bring a plus one. So the, the podcast great isn't about- fucking premise. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about what do you do for your career? It's about, um, you know, it's about whoever you bring. So the example is if- like shoot for the stars. If you had Adam Sandler and he brings his daughter, it's not about Sandler's career. It's about his relationship with his daughter. It's like, it's like, you know, yeah. not, what's it like having fucking breakfast with the, one of the funniest guys in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just that, that's what it's about. It's not, it's not, not about what you're tell expecting. us about your career. Tell, Cause everyone, I gets tired of the same boring stories. Especially like, as a guest going on and saying the same fucking they shit. They get tired. They get interviewed all the time. Yeah. So, and then you get to sh- sh- give flowers. You get to bring somebody that's never on. Right. You get to like if I ask a public figure, hey, bring, you know, bring somebody, their cousin or son will never be on podcasts. Yeah. Is that and a rule? Yeah. They need you don't to be, want them to bring in someone famous. They as have well. to bring some. No, they don't have to bring somebody famous. Yeah. They bring somebody random. And, and, and we have different guests. It's not always famous. Like we had a casting director. We I mean, we're going to have like weird people, an astronaut like, yeah. you know, um, so who's your favorite guest that you've interviewed so far? And what oof. was the what was the plus one? I can't I can't say that. No, so I've had every, you know, if anybody watches this, then all right. Um, but that being said, I've liked every guest, yeah. I've liked every guest, I can't, I can't complain. How'd you Everyone, and Tony meet? 
Tony and I met on Clubhouse. Clubhouse had a, it was like a grinder? The Clubhouse, yeah. Just no nudes. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. You, They're strictly no nude grinder. Yeah, only show me the upper half. Okay. Um, yeah, and we're into bellies. <laughs> Midriffs only. <laughs> um, Tony and I, a Clubhouse. You remember the Clubhouse app during the pandemic? It was like a voice app, almost like radio. You jump into a room and then you chat. Sounds gay, man. <laughs> Super gay. You just, and then you send nudes. <laughs> Suck each other's dicks. You know that app. You know that app. Um, yeah, you know we met on the app. We we and it was during the pandemic. So if you don't know, you're you're not missing out. It's gone. It's fucking. Yeah. It's nothing now. But it was cool because I made a lot of friendships and relationships. And then we met up. We went out like to the dog park and stuff together a bunch, and I just start hanging out during the pandemic. And there wasn't anything to do either, so it was like come to a show outside. You know. Yeah, yeah. We just came friends and we had, we fucked around in these clubhouse rooms and we're like, why don't we just start <laughs> Dude, a podcast? Gayer and gayer. Yeah, and then we then we fucked around at Cabrera's <laughs> or whatever. Just jerk off in the bathroom stall. <laughs> Became best friends. Yeah, right? Carabas. Right, Dad? Just <laughs> <laughs> go to Dad. <laughs> oh my God. All yeah, right. no, he's so a good dude. Who are your, some of your favorite comedians? You probably get asked that a lot. They're comedians. Fuck. There's so many, man. But I like the old ones, obviously. Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, uh, George Carlin. Then I had a period of like, you know, you know, Paolo Francisco and uh, Dane and a bunch of people there. And then, and then you and then and obviously and then Sebastian and, and uh, you know, now it's like, it's, you know, I like Chappelle and dude, I always like Patrice O'Neill. He was one of my favorites. Yeah. Patrice O'Neill is one of my favorites. How's working, dude, fucking like. It's a comedian's dream to be able to work with Dane Cook, Sebastian Maniscalco, all these fucking people. So, like, is it surreal? Because there has to be some nerves there. Nerds? Nerves. Oh, nerves. I'm like, you get nervous? A bunch of nerds everywhere. (laughs) Get your fucking nerdy ass out of here. (laughs) No, uh, no, I mean, in the the beginning, what, on stage or in person? No, not on stage. You get the jitters a little bit before, but I'm very comfortable on stage. But I've been doing it for. I started 20 years ago, so it's like, but yeah, I mean, yeah, at first it was nervous to meet all these people. First time I met Sandler, I was nervous. I mean, yeah, it's first time I met Chappelle. I, I was, yeah, and now at this point, I'm not, I'm not nervous anymore. I, they're all like, I feel like I can do, you know, the same craft. Yeah. You know, I might not be as good as Chappelle, obviously, but I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a working comedian and I, I feel like I can get respect because I've been doing it for so long. And I could be funny. They don't care. It's just like be funny on the same stage and they appreciate you. And I got to keep getting better. You know, I, I have a long road to go to get to, you know, like a, a Louis C.K. or Bill Burr or all those guys that like, you know, really hit. They, they got in. They got those guys like you have that, you know, Chappelle and Sebastian and all these guys, Bill Burr. They all got famous from stand up. Like you got Tom Segura. All these guys are famous from stand up. They're great at stand up. And nothing else. They weren't uh, they weren't anything else before. They're not famous actors. They weren't on like they were just famous for stand up because they were so good at it. Right? Now you can't you can't do that. It's different. Now you got to be on TikTok. Now you got to be it's like That's what I fucking hate, dude. It's there's there's you have to succumb that that's the way it is now instead of just trusting your craft and going out on stage and doing it the old-fashioned way. Because, like, we talked about it at the audition about, like, social media and, like, doing the clips and the crowd work and stuff and developing your name. And, like, that's – it's just it's just frustrating because that's a whole different beast, especially technology. You, you have yeah. to fucking, like, it's be crazy. savvy in that realm as well. Yeah. You can't just be funny anymore. You no, have you to gotta, take advantage of every outlet that is given to you. 
Shut up! Shut your ass up! People just walked by and they were like, what? <laughs> they just looked, they were like, <laughs> they just, somebody just walked by when we said shut up and they're like, Good. Let's get out of this Carabas. That's awesome. Dude. So what's uh? So if you weren't a comedian, like what was your when you were a kid? Did you always want to be a comedian, actor? You want to be an actor? Yeah. When I was a kid, my dream was probably be an actor. So you like workaholics? You want to be on like a show like that? I think acting would be fun. Uh, I like stand up more now though. I've been doing it for so long. If you give me, it's an instant shot of fucking heroin when you get a I love room full of no, fucking crowd laughing. Nothing you know? I feel happier than with stand up. Yeah. And then also when you get to a point where you get famous. And the audience is there for you. You earned their respect before you got there. Like, when I'm not famous and I got to get on stage at these shows, at these clubs with all these big names, I'm not famous enough where everyone's like, yeah, we're here to see this guy. I think people definitely come to see you. Some dude. people, you're, some you're people. You're definitely like, you, they see people. your name on there. Like, I've seen yeah, this guy no. before. Some people come to see me, but I mean, I'm not like selling places out yet. Like, I don't tour the country and sell places out. But when, when you get to a point where, like, I go, I'll, I'll go to do shows and people are there for me. Those people are fucking dying because they're like, I earned their respect before I got there, you know? So now I'm like, I would love to just get a following where I could show up at a place, sell out. They're there to see me and I could just tell them my stuff rather than them trying to figure out. Earning their, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, Winning them over. Right. Like, you at already know we're funny. When you get on stage at first, the first people, some people, some guys might be already jealous. Those guys good looking dude, 100% right and some Arms girls crossed. some Arms girls crossed. might not like it they might be like he's douchey or they might you know so you know not that that matters just be funny but yeah. but it does help when your fans are there they they love your shit i can't wait i i sense a little sometimes it's going to happen dude i sense it little pockets or like these people are like we came for you we're so excited yeah and it's like fuck man so the host of the podcast would you have any tips for cuz this is my fourth episode uh, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it at Barney's. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe do it at Caraba's bathroom. <laughs> well, that'd be a funny setting. The handicap no. solve a fucking Caraba's restroom. Outdoor podcast. When you're here, it's your family. Olive Garden. I saw a meme the other day. When you're here, you're gay during Pride Month. <laughs> Olive Garden. Oh my God. Do you like Olive Garden, dude? I'm full Italian. I love Olive Garden. You know what? I'm same. You know, I what? love Olive Garden. I, I'll say I don't probably. love it. I like. You go there just for the soup and salad. You know what you're getting. You know this the breadsticks, dude. Dude, it's. I'm not going there for the pasta. Fucking te- no, no, no. I strictly go for the free stuff. Yeah. And I'll order a diet coke for sure. Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. I'll splurge. I'll splurge. I'll get a coke. What's your favorite restaurant out here? Ooh. Guy Kaku. Gyu Kaka. You know what I'm talking about? Gyu Kaka. It's the ja- it's a Korean barbecue. Japanese uh, barbecue. La Cienega. Love that place. Right across from Genoa. It's so the good. fancy one. Yeah. Crispy rice with fucking sear some little miso okay. meats. All right. I don't know, but there's a lot of restaurants, man. You like- Dude, that's what I like about LA. You can like, like, I was telling LJ earlier of like, LA has so much to offer, especially nightlife and stuff. I go to the same spots. Barney's Beanery and Laurel Hardware. Laurel Hardware is good. Laurel Hardware is fantastic. I live right yeah. behind it, so I just walk there and it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Liantica Pizza. Liantica de Michelle. Mm-hmm. I heard it's fantastic, fantastic pizza. Fantastic food. Truffle pasta, all types of shit. See, the okay. thing about mm, I already truffle know. is just too much. Let me tell you something. A couple bites, I'm done with the truff. Mm. You know what I'm talking I've about, too. I hated the too. smell it's of a, truffle. Yeah, it's I, too it encompassing. Like, what am I eating, a skunk? It smells like <laughs> shit. I fucking hate it. I yeah. hated it for so long. I, I, I actually, when I had friends that would order it, 
I go, I don't want to be your friend anymore, you fucking It's stinky. like bringing tuna for yeah. lunch. I don't You're want sticking up the break room, Sal. Yeah, what are you, what are you, a savage? Get your sh- fucking yeah. stinky pasta. Fucking. And then I went to La Antica's and I tried it again for the hundredth time and I still hated it. And I tried this pasta and I actually liked it a little bit. And then- oh, You caught the trough. Just a little bit, just a little bit. And I'm like, all right. And then I went to this, uh, this Yamashiro. Uh, the sushi spot overlooking. On, on, they do a comedy night too. Did you perform oh, yeah, there? Yeah, they, I, I haven't, but I heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, but they do this little sushi truffle pizza where it's Ooh. like a cracker. It's a cracker with truffle aioli. Okay. Now and we're they put some, And they put some like fish over it, like some uh, ye- yellowtail and albacore. All right. And I, it's, it's stuff I would never like, and I actually like it now. And sushi wise, I never like. I, I went spicy tuna, and that's it. And then I ventured into a little salmon nigiri, mm. light light rice because I'm watching Ooh. the carbs. Uh, but then yellowtail sushi is <laughs> good, man. I really enjoy sushi. Wow, you watch the carbs a lot. I watch the carbs. So here's the thing, like, so I smoke weed at night, uh, especially like at the end of the day, I'm like thinking to myself, oh, Marco has nothing to do, might as well get high as a kite, uh, and I'll smoke weed and I will eat. Because it makes me enjoy food more. I'm not a productive yeah. stoner. I can't work out high. I can't like do anything high. Uh, but I will eat until I'm uncomfortably full and same. I hate myself. I did the same. So the next day I'm so motivated to work out and eat right. Ooh. And it's just a toxic cycle that I'm so proud about. Oh, yeah. How do you stay fit? What the fuck? So, uh, steroids, uh, no, uh, I'm on testosterone, I'm public about that, I'm on testosterone, testosterone cypionate, which is TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Can you get, can you buy it over the counter? Uh, I have a site, but you get prescribed it, uh, and I inject myself in my shoulder. I feel like I have low testosterone. Have you got your levels checked? No, I need to. Yeah. I was actually going to do that this week. It's funny you say that. Oh, really? I'm tired all the time. Dude, I'm I'm not losing weight when I should be. When I say it changed, oh, what's up, handsome? Uh, when I, it changed my life. Wow. Not in a sense of like, I got, it's not even the sh- like in shape factor because I did get in incredible shape, but it's not like a secret pill. My friends were fucking like, oh my God, he's cheating. You're cheating, bro. You're taking tests. Like, bro, it's not like a magic pill. I still work out five days a fucking yeah, week, yeah. you know? And people have this did like- Did you have low testosterone? Uh, I don't know. So you're just taking it to uh, stay- <laughs> <laughs> This dude is fucking juicing. <laughs> But yeah, I can get cocaine prescribed. Yeah. Uh, I know this guy. I don't, dude. I, I like I've tried cocaine and stuff. And I like how honest you are. You're like honest. You're just like, well, you got. Yeah, it. You're you got just. It. That's you're, what you're, that's you come on here. You're like, what's what size is your dick? Uh, I do drugs. I jerk uh, off, and I jerk off in front of my parents. Suck, it wasn't I in front of them, but if they knocked like, on the door, I'd let them like, in. This is very honest. I like that. Yeah, but like uh, the you're cocaine way, thing, man. it gives me anxiety, bro. Gives me anxiety. It's like I'm having fun, never I'm drinking. I'm, oh, never done never it. Never tried it. Just give it a little try. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, do it right now. Just give it a little try. Just give it a little bump. Just give it a little key bump right now. Uh, no, dude. Anxiety. It just cocaine gives me anxiety in a sense of like I'm drinking. Yeah. I'm having a good time. Let's have and I'm getting a little drunk and I need a little like sober me up. So now you do that and you're good for like 10, 15 minutes mm. and then. You're like kind of cracky, so you drink more, and now you're. It's a balancing act between the coke and you're chasing that fucking dragon, and it's just like something I always fall for, and it's the worst. Wow, well, it's the worst. And I'm prescribed Adderall. I'm prescribed Adderall. Are you? Yeah, and I take a quarter like every couple of days, and even that gets me fucking just like rip this fucking Dude, you're little juiced devil. Up. You're fucking juiced up. I had all your energy, and now it's gone. Yeah, I replaced it with bitterness. Bitterness. <laughs> Just fucking old-fashioned bitterness. Bitterness and carbs. Get the fuck on my level, dude. <laughs> Find the dark side. 
<laughs> you never done cocaine. <laughs> no, it's I good did, for you. I tried then. I microdose mushrooms. You tried to microdose cocaine? Oh, I, I tried, buddy. Cocaine. <laughs> no, I microdose mushrooms once. No, but when I smoked weed in high school, one time I was laced with uh, PCP, and I tripped the what? fuck out. Yeah, it's lace. We bought it from a dude in a parking lot. I have a whole bit about it. I ran around the house naked. It was my mo- friend's mom's house. How do you? Wasn't even my house. I was butt naked doing. It was just like the movie Friday. I was naked. I was fucking naked. How running do you, around. How do you lace? I don't know what PCP is. How I don't do you know. Lace they thought weed it was laced with angel dust. Okay. But I was fucking sprinting around everywhere. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> Honestly, I was my friend's running. mom was thoroughly impressed by my athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> she thought well, they took us to the hospital. And I was fucking. Oh really? Oh. Out. Yeah. My parent. My mom and his his mom. We went to the hospital. And I was butt naked. Damn, all I right. called now, my cell phone like 40 right, times. So I wouldn't smoke weed after that little Yeah, little I stopped. Too. I stopped. I said, and then when I turned 30, I started smoking again. Did the pen and I started liking it. And then I was smoking a bunch. Too much. I, this is it got to a point where it got bad because I remember I shot a sketch. The sketch was uh it was it was um when you're high and have a new recipe. And then I, go, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So I go, hey man, I go, hey man, come over. I got a new recipe, and he goes, fuck yeah, I can't wait to come over. And I just go, I got these two cereals, and I just go, <laughs> and he goes, that's your recipe, and I go, yeah, it's two cereals. And then he goes, dude, come over to my house for a real dinner. And then I go over to his house, and it's two different cereals. <laughs> so it was, it was a stupid high sketch. It was fucking. First of all, it was one minute long, way too long. But yeah, but it it was a it was a minute sketch. It took us six hours to film. Were you we high were, filming? Trying we to film were it? so high. We <laughs> ordered food twice. We got Chinese food. Then we got pizzas. Like we, we, we I, I honestly don't even think I released the sketch. <laughs> I thought it was so bad. I'm like, I think you're filming me in the mirror. I think he was in the mirror like, <laughs> you're doing great, man. I'm like, don't talk when I'm shooting. <laughs> Dude, you do start. Oh, my God. Sorry. You do start inventing snacks when you're high. I the other night I did invent this one. I'm pretty proud about. I get like the low carb cocoa puffs. It's called Magic Spoon. Lost me at low carb, buddy. <laughs> but I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna stick my spoon in a jar of peanut butter first, Ooh. and then Too dry. and then put it in the cereal, and it's still in the spoon the entire time, and just do a little sliver of the peanut butter while me in the. Co- it's my own healthy Reese's puffs. This is when I knew I was too high. I had a I had a plate of spoons in my freezer. I, I, I got I got I got a huge plate and I put every spoon on the plate and I put a little peanut butter on the spoon and I put some magic shell uh magic shell wait uh, wait that that turns the hard that turns it's, hard yeah, it's like syrup that turns hard I put it on the chocolate and then and then I I put, <laughs> I put it on I my put ass all the spoons <laughs> and I jam it in my ass <laughs> <laughs> and then I take the spoons out and that <laughs> little ready whip on every spoon and I just went. Ate all of them. They all tasted the same. It wasn't like a, oh, yeah, it was no, a no, sampler. I, just, I don't know why the fuck I did that. I didn't need to put it on all spoons. You could just get I, one big spoon. Yeah, I, or I could just put it on anything, but I just <laughs> had fucking frozen spoons of peanut butter. Why freeze the spoons? Anyways, boring story. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Barney's customers are leaving. They're like, this fucking place sucks. What's up? It's the first podcast we do where we look straight in the camera and talk to you the whole time. All right, all right. Let's play a little game. We're going to do a little word, word, and then we got to wrap it up, just like Susan said, Wandon. We're going to play word association. I'm going to say a word. You say the first thing that comes into mind, all right? Okay. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. Uh, Affordable. (laughs) 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 
All right. Sperm. Need some. <laughs> Carabas. <laughs> two words, two words. Carabas, uh, sperm. Uh, Limited. Weed. weed. Hi. Girlfriend. Bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, girlfriend. Uh, sweet. Lamp. On. Table. Here. Pizza. Delicious. Last one. Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates? Fucking get on my level, bitch. You get fat. Dude, you're not fat. I don't know why you think you're fucking fat. You're, you're... Look at this, dude. Look at this. See this? That's See this? that's not fat, bro. You can grab it. I feel a jiggle, buddy. Do you like it? I got back fat. Do you work out? No, I work out. That's why I got to go get my testosterone. I work out like five days a week. Bro, I'm telling you, just get it checked. I don't it's know. It's not steroids. Just like, I don't know dude, why I have a little bit of fat here growing on the sides and stuff. It's TRT, I think it's, bro. Uh, I, 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 it probably has to do with me. Uh, I mean, I... Yeah, I eat I eat buckets of sour cream at night. Just fucking house it. Just full bucks. Just full buckets. You're you're you put sour cream on your tacos? Oh yeah, that's weird, dude. You ever had sour Which, cream before? Yeah, I made my own ranch yesterday. How about that? <laughs> How do you how do you make your own ranch? <laughs> you're not ready for that. Yo, how long is this podcast? That's not mayo. <laughs> these people got to subscribe for my ranch. Uh, uh, yeah, you just put a little sour cream, butter, milk, uh, mayonnaise, and then. Hidden Valley Ranch uh, powders. <laughs> Shake that shit up. Really? Yeah, pour it all over your cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even eat it. Well, the prices <laughs> these days are Ralph's <laughs> for the Hidden Valley. Nice. You got to make start making your own ranch, Ran man. Ran out of Jergens. Uh, all right. Well, I took too much of your time. Thank you, dude. Thank no, you, very, dude. This means a lot. Can we do another fucking, hour? You're a fucking... Oh, Big-ass awesome. comedian. I nah, really appreciate nah, nah. you coming appreciate on. Appreciate you, buddy. Seriously. Uh, Big shout things out. coming your way. Oh, thank you, man. Penises, mainly. <laughs> Carabas. Uh, anything you want to plug before? Your special coming out? My butt. My butt. <laughs> you want to goes, plug your butt? He just puts it in. <laughs> <laughs> when they don't laugh, just look at them. They'll laugh. Anything you want to plug before <laughs> you go? My butt. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Check out my podcast, My Plus One. Um. My socials, Vinny Fastline, F-A-S-L-I-N-E. Uh, I'm going to shoot a special this year. I'm going to do a TV show and a movie this year. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, yeah. You can catch him at the Laugh Factory, the Improv, the Bourbon Room, the Comedy Store, most nights of the week. I want to thank Happy Dad. I want to thank Rainstorm by Monster, best energy pre-workout on the market. Barney's Beanery and AJ for having us, as always. Producers Kati and LJ, Purple Banter. Thank you very much, Vinny. I really Thanks appreciate you Thanks for having me, buddy. On, Love you, man. Yeah. Eyes on. Until the last drop. I've been on the road. I've been doing shows. Now we ain't steak. Remember sleeping on the floor. We're still in at the gas station when the time's cold. In the kitchen, hostel trying to flip it out the stove.